Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Strive for Strength podcast. I am really, honestly, so excited for today's episode. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I know us millennials all are always so busy, right? But I want to keep your attention, pack everything in as I can, give you guys some actionable steps, as always, to take away from. And today, my friends, we are going to talk about sales. So before we dive into the episode, let me just tell you guys one thing that is super freaking cool. If you guys did not know, I am the creator of the Elevate Coaching Academy and the Elevate Coaching Academy is a course designed for people who are just starting their fitness business. Online coaches who are looking to hit the ground running from the get-go and just need the first actionable steps to take away. So Elevate is an eight-module course. It is designed to help you find exactly who you want to be working with, where to direct your energy, focus, and content, and how you can start generating leads consistently to start your fitness business as well as keep retention and have amazing client delivery. So for those of you who are listening to this podcast up until... April 30th of 2020, I am running a sale on the Elevate Coaching Academy course. All you have to do is type the words level up in and I'm giving you $200 off of the Elevate Coaching Academy. Guys, this is such an amazing deal. Literally, all you have to do is sign one client to make the return on investment for this coaching course. So I'm going to go ahead and put the link down in the description for you guys to go check out the landing page for it and you guys can see everything that's included in this course. Literally, guys, it's a $1,000 investment. You sign one client by the end of those eight weeks or even past those eight weeks and you make the return. And let me just tell you guys, Elevate Coaching Academy pretty much has everything that I didn't have in the first year of my business with organizational skills as well as confidence and just really preparing myself to take on clients. Everything from disclosure forms all the way to onboarding documents and setting up the entire back end of your business. So if this is everything you feel like you're missing or you don't have the actionable steps to get started, go ahead, click the link down in the description and you guys can head over and check out the landing page. Again, just until April 30th of 2020, you guys can get $200 off of that course. So head down there just with the code level up. Let's get into today's episode. Okay, okay. So we are talking about sales, right? Probably like the most anxiety ridden word for a lot of online coaches. And the reason is, guys, is because when it comes down to it, a lot of coaches, if you are heart centered, you feel like sales is just something that's kind of sleazy. And the thing is, it all comes down to mindset. So today, I just want to build up some confidence in you and really help you understand as a coach what a sale is as well as how you can actually optimize your sales calls and your sales process. So first things first, if you don't have a sales process, 12 out of 10, my friend, it is like the number one thing that you need in order to be successful as a coach. Because in order for you to help people, you have to sell your program. And if you can't sell your program, you'll never ever be able to help anybody. So I want you to understand the importance of what a sale actually is. I'm also going to give you guys some questions to ask when you are doing your sales calls. So Let me just start off by saying, guys, the sale doesn't start on the sales call. The sales literally starts from any call to action, any post that you have, all of your content, because you are posturing yourself the minute that you post absolutely anything. And I predominantly work through Instagram, so I'm going to be talking about the the IG platform. And 
Guys, the minute that you post a call to action, you're posturing yourself in a way that says, okay, this is who I'm looking for, this is who I'm directing my attention to, and this is who I want on my team. And when you posture yourself more properly, you're going to attract more of your ideal client, right? And we want to be working with our ideal client because it's not just fun. You can also create a bomb-ass program for them that's going to help you with client retention, client delivery, and you're going to feel like your job isn't even a job because you're going to have so much fun with the team that you have and create more community, right? So let's look at what a sale truly is as a coach, right? I know for myself as a coach, and I talked about this in a previous episode, that I am a problem solver, right? My number one goal is to look at the pain points of the women that I work with and be able to resolve whatever problem that it is that they have, right? So I need to look at my sale as more of a solution and more of a transformation because you're not selling to make money. You are selling to change the trajectory of somebody's life. Think about the weight that is carried in that statement, my friend. Like you are changing the trajectory of somebody's life, whether you are a, you know, lifestyle and health and fitness coach, whether you're a sexual empowerment coach, a branding coach, a business coach, you are working to change somebody's life or change their business, which is going to enhance their life, right? Most of the time when we look at coaches, it's either sex money or relationship kind of advice, right? It's something that's going to enhance your overall lifestyle and that's usually what sells. So we need to look at your back end and look at how you're feeling to gain the confidence to understand that what a sale is to you as a coach is what it is to your client and that's what's going to help them understand what they need and it's going to make you feel confident to show up for them. So let's look at it like this and let's break it down. Sales is mainly just a mindset. There are a few things that go into it, like money mindset, of course, the confidence side of things and showing up. Now, money mindset is a whole, <laughs> that's a whole nother rodeo over there. So we'll just leave that for another episode. But when it comes down to it, you need to look at your sale as a shift in a lifestyle. So first things first, if you aren't doing sales calls and you don't have a sales call setup process, I highly, highly recommend that you do. Um, I personally have a very intensive application process for both my fitness coaching program, even with my assistant coaches, as well as my business coaching program. And the reason being is because I don't want to get on the phone with people who I know are not signing up for my program. I want to get on the phone with people who I know are like, yes, this is it. I'm ready. Let's go. So I have an entire application process and this is actually what's taught in my Elevate Coaching Academy course. Um, I basically have my application. I have then homework for people to complete in between calls and then another confirmation. And then I actually have the sales call. So by the time I hop on that sales call, we're pretty much said and done and people know the ins and outs of what the program looks like. My job on that sales call is just to understand that person and have them be heard. Honestly, if I could just do sales calls all day, I would absolutely love that. And the reason being for me as a coach personally is my archetype, I'm very much like entrepreneur and very much like online coach, right? I'm very much coach. So I personally love just hearing women. I love hearing women with the struggles that they're having in their business. I love hearing the women who come to me for fitness coaching, who come from the same past as me with having, you know, an eating disorder and they're looking to just transform their life, right? And I think a lot of the times people just need to be heard. And I think a lot of coaches, when they think about a sale, they're just like, okay, I have to present price. I have to get the sale. I have to get the money. 
If you don't attach any outcome to any sales call that you have and you prioritize just hearing that person, like listening to the problems and pain points that they have and showing them the way, showing them the light at the end of the tunnel, you are going to feel so much more comfortable, my friend. And so is that other person on the phone with you on the other side who's looking for you to, for help, right? It's already hard enough for somebody to ask for support, especially nowadays, millennials. Let's be real out there, my Gen Zers, like us asking for help. Ooh, it's a punch to our pride and our ego, you know? And so for someone else to already set up, a, for someone else to set up a call with you or for them to even apply for your program, that's that's fucking awesome. Like that's brave as hell of them. And you need to admire and honor that from them. Um, as far as it goes with when I hop on a sales call, that's literally one of the first things I say is like, thank you so much. I honor and admire you reaching out for help because that in and itself is hard enough. So you're praising them. You're helping them understand, you know, how you actually feel about them. Now, there are a bunch of different methods to go about sales. I'm not going to preach that mine is better than anyone else's, but because I am a heart-centered coach, because I actually focus on transformation of people's businesses and their fitness, I will always, always just ask the questions that need to be asked for them to realize their pain points because you as a coach need to help them understand where they're currently at, right? So here's kind of the funny thing. With a sales call, it's almost like you want to start to challenge this person. You want to dig into their emotion. You want to understand why they are on this call with you, which in your sales process ahead of time, you should kind of already understand that based off of their application. But you want to really understand on an emotional level, why are they on this phone call with you? They're not on this fucking phone call with you so they can get a six pack abs, you know, have a washboard abs. No, they're on the sales call with you because for some reason, them having washboard abs is going to attach to some kind of emotion. It's going to help them pick up, you know, relationships, whatever it might be. You know, let's say like someone wants to lose 20 pounds of body fat or 20, 20 pounds just in general, right? We can kind of look at that and we can say, okay, you want to lose 20 pounds, but why do you want to lose 20 pounds? Oh, I want to look at, well, why do you want to look at? Mm, because I want to be confident. Okay. Why do you want to be confident? Oh, because when I look at my partner and when we're having sex, like I don't feel good. Like there are so many more deeply seated issues that go into that just aesthetic goal, right? Or let's even say, you know, being a business coach, like someone wants to make more money. Well, why do you want to make more money? Or why do you want to feel more aligned in your business? You know, because you want to have better energy. Well, why? You know, you just keep, have to keep digging, digging, digging and getting further into why they are on this call with you and how you can actually help them because that's going to help you show them the light at the end of the tunnel. So when you are on a sales call, I will say even asking these questions, you do want to make sure you show up as the authority though and that you are occasionally giving answers. You want to be showing them the what on this phone call, the what is their pain points, you know, the what they need to be doing, right? But you don't want to necessarily give them the how. Now, a lot of coaches say that they you shouldn't coach on the sales call. I will be super honest with you guys. My sales call process, I've pretty much always had a 70 to 80% closing rate. And it's really important to track your conversions because you need to know what's working first and foremost. But even though I always step into coach on the sales call, a lot of business coaches say not to do this. I'm going to be super forward with you guys. If you actually give a fuck about people, you will at some point in that sales call hop into some kind of coaching regard, right? Like I literally will say the words sometimes, okay, you know, say a woman comes to me and she's struggling and she needs to do a reverse diet. I will sit there and I'll be like, yo, can I just coach you for like two seconds? Like, can you just like hear me out for like two seconds? And I will explain to her 
what her current situation looks like and why she's not making that progress and not necessarily what we need to do. I won't sit there and be like, we need to reverse diet and this is why and this is why. You need to just show her on an emotional level or show that person on an emotional level what you doing this transformation for them is going to do for them so you can kind of step into that coaching power. And I think that's what's important for heart-centered coaches and I think that's what's important for you to feel aligned. And here's the thing, someone's going to know when you're in and out of alignment on a sales call, right? So if you feel out of alignment because you feel salesy, that sales script or whatever it is that you're doing is never going to work for you, maybe occasionally, but not as often as you want it to be. So you need to be doing the thing on a sales call that makes you feel aligned and comfortable, but of course, obviously, it needs to work, right? But I think in general, if you feel more aligned, it's going to help you actually understand and get that sale better or create that transformation better. And if that means you hopping into your coaching position for like two seconds, honey boo boo, go for it. Like that's what I do and that's what I love. And like I said, with sales, someone out there is going to preach that their method is the best. Fuck that. There's no perfect method. I've changed up my sales process plenty throughout the four years of my coaching business. So you have to figure out what you feel most aligned with. Now, like I said in the beginning, you want to make sure that this person just feels heard because they are coming to you from some kind of an emotional stance, right? Now, here's your thing. They're coming to you with an emotional stance, but you have to detach yourself from every sale or every call. Um, There will be like 20% of people who will hop on the phone with you who are just coming to be kind of greedy. They just want something. They just need to be heard, but they don't necessarily want to do your program. You have to detach emotion from that because there are just some people who won't be quote unquote ready or that just aren't really there. And that's fine just let them go, let them be. Um, Sometimes handling objections, you just won't, you won't get it, right? But if you do get some kind of objection, let me just tell you, this is kind of like the funny thing about being on a sales call, but like 80% of people that come on to a sales call, they're already certain of what they need to be doing. I get on sales calls like all the time, probably, I mean, I have two sales calls or two sales days a week and, um, I probably talked about 20 different people and I think when it comes down to it, a lot of people show up to this call and they already have certainty of what they need to be doing. So I'll, I'll have girls on the phone with me. They're like, you know, I eat healthy. Um, so I know I just need to be eating healthier though. And I'm like, okay, um, well, I mean, is, is it working for you? Because like, obviously you're on this phone call with me, right? Like I don't say it like that, of course, but in my, in the back of my head, I'm like, ugh. That's not what you need to do, hon. You don't just need to eat healthy. Um, So it's almost like you have to override their certainty with your own. And the way that you're going to override their certainty with your own is just by asking so many fucking questions that they almost start to question themselves. You know, like, oh, really? So like, how is eating healthy going for you? Or like, I want to let's kind of pick on something else. Like, okay, your girl wants to grow and she's uh, she's not eating carbs. She's basically just, I don't want to say keto, but she's like paleo and she's just not eating carbs. And she's eating like 14, 1300 calories, which isn't enough for her to grow at this point, right? She comes to you, she's like, yeah, I'm eating like 1300 calories. Like it's probably, it's probably what needs to happen. I just need to be doing this for, uh, for me to like, you know, make progress. I need to build muscle. And I'm sitting here in the back of my head like, oh, girl, you need to be in a surplus if you're trying to gain muscle. That is not going to work, right? That's what I'm kind of thinking in my head. Now, you just have to question that person until they're like, wait, 
is this what I should be doing? So kind of like, hey, girl, like, uh, is that working for you? Or, uh, yeah, I mean, are your energy levels low? And if she's just like, well, no, and well, yeah, they are pretty low, right? Like you're, you're going to start to kind of help her understand like, girl, what you're doing, it ain't working. You need something new, right? So you just have to override their certainty by creating doubt in the back of their head, which I think is just kind of like a mind fuck for them, but it's honestly what helps them understand that they do need you. And when you kind of go through those questions with them, you really start to help them understand where they're currently at. And then that's when you can kind of start to create the vision for them. So this is one thing that I do, you know, imagine if you could do this, this, and this. Um, And of course, in the beginning of the call, you always want to be asking what their goals are and you always want to be reiterating that goal. Um, Now, this is something to kind of save for another sales call episode, but When it comes down to it with sales too, you want to create a lot of momentum with getting yeses from this person by the time that you get to the end of the call. So, you know, asking a lot of like, does that make sense? Do you understand? And hopefully you're getting yeses from them if you've explained things because towards the end of the call, when you present the price, obviously you want to get a yes, right? So you need to build up that momentum towards the end as well. So when it comes down to it with sales, y'all, I cannot stress this enough either. Um, I'll maybe do another episode Uh, just to kind of explain the payment method and taking payment method, but you need to try to get them to understand that they don't want to stay where they are and you need to be taking payment over the phone. It's something I've stressed previously. If you're not taking payment over the phone, you're going to let them get away from that sale and they're going to just let fear fucking fester. Fear fucking fester. (laughs) Um, call that an alliteration here we go Uh, but you don't want to let fear fester for them because essentially they just dig their own grave they just get super fucking like oh my gosh I have no idea if this is gonna work like I'm so nervous this is so much money they start to just ask all these questions and get super super nervous about things so try to accept payment over the phone I personally use teachable which runs through stripe there are so many different other ways that you can accept payment over the phone but If you get an objection towards the end when you present your prices and someone's like, wow, that's, you know, a lot of money, I always ask this one question. I say, there's two different things actually that I usually ask. So it's, what does it cost you for you to stay where you're at? What is that going to look like if you just stay the same for the next three months? You know, let's say you have a 90-day program. What's that going to look like? What's it going to look like in nine months when you could have already had, you know, a really healthy metabolism and you could have been reverse dieting and then doing a cut, you know? You have to ask them, what does it cost them to stay where they're at? Does it cost them their confidence? Does it cost them a lack of energy at work? Does it cost them money? You know, does are they paying health bills because they can't, you know, optimize their nutrition and training? Um, And then there's another question that I always ask as well, um, right when I get to the end, if there's any kind of objection, and that's, how can we get resourceful to make this happen? How can we get resourceful to make this happen? So... I, I personally, I, I actually give a fuck. Um, so when it comes to my sales calls, um, you know, obviously most coaches do. If they're, if they're coaching their, and they're, you know, semi-successful, they've, they probably care. Um, so I actually will sometimes even ask, okay, like, do you mind maybe just like going over your budget super quickly? Like if you don't have the resources, maybe we can look at some things we can cut out to like make this work for you. And, that's kind of where it shows another aspect of just you actually caring about them. Because I think if you can really sit down and even coach them through a budgeting method, it's like, wow, this person doesn't just care about my health and fitness or, you know, being a business coach. They don't just care about my business accelerating and making money. They actually care about me, 
you know, creating a change and they're literally going to help me with my finances and my budgeting just to be able to do their program, Um, which is gnarly, man. Like, it's super cool to, like, see that someone cares that much. And I genuinely know, like, my program is fucking life-changing. Like, I've had over 500 like solid transformations with one-on-one clients. I've worked with another 500 women to in, you know, membership sites and things of that nature. And same thing with my business coaching program. I've had coaches make five-figure months. I've had coaches, you know, get on a bunch of sales calls, be super successful with DM outreach, feel super fucking aligned in their business. And then it's kind of up to me to be like, okay, like I know this is going to help them and there's going to be a return on their investment. So I need to help them see that and I need to help them get resourceful. Um, I personally too, as a coach, like I'll offer different payment plans. Um, I'm one of those people who I'm just like, let's do what we can to make this work. That's also, of course, boundary setting. You don't want to extend your payment plan out so that all your transaction fees take away from your profit, you know? So it's, it's one of those things where I think guys... And anyone just listening to this, I just want you to think about it. Like, if you're a coach, sales is freaking important. I want you to stop thinking about it as a sale and just thinking about it as a transformation and you just helping that person because a sale is simply help. It's simply seeing their pain points, helping them understand their pain points and being able to help them through that. So I hope you guys found this episode super Uh, informative. I hope you guys have some actionable takeaways, if anything, and you don't have a sales process. I hope this episode at least goes and, you know, you go and make a freaking sales process for yourself because that's so important with your online coaching business. Um, If not, I hope it just gave you a kick in the ass. I hope you go show up for your people today because we show the fuck up daily. By the way, if you guys are still making it this far into the episode, um, I always repost you guys when you tag me on Instagram if you just show up on your story for your people. So you can just tag me at fears to fit, F-E-A-R-S-T-O-F-I-T and you can do the hashtag show T-F daily. So show the fuck up daily is what it stands for. Um, So I always repost you guys. I actually have a highlight reel on my Instagram because I love watching you guys show up and uh, it's honestly the cornerstone and foundation of your business. So if you guys show up on your story, as always, that's where the sales starts, my friends. And uh, I always appreciate seeing you guys show up for your people because that's how you're going to make an impact. So um, if you guys haven't followed me over on the Gramsci, that's where you'll find me the mostest. Uh, You guys can just follow me at fears to fit F-E-A-R-S-T-O-F-I-T. And uh, also, if you guys are not a part of the Elevate Coaching community, y'all, what a dope fucking community. Me and my assistant business coach, Miss Samantha Collins, post in there every single day besides weekends. I just post podcast episodes. But uh, you guys should head over, go join a bunch of badass coaches. They're so cool. We post in there all the time, giving bunch of actionable takeaways. No post in there does not have an actionable takeaway, my friends. So go join us. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, Elevate Coaching Academy is on sale just until the 30th of April, my friends. So go check it out. If you guys have uh, any questions for me, my DMs are super open. It goes diggity down in the DMs. So uh, I always answer you guys. So uh, if you have any, any questions for me as a coach and or just as a human, if you come and need some vibes, come steal some of my vibes because I got plenty to go around. I love you guys as always. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Thank you for focusing on your growth. If you guys would uh, share this episode, take a little screenshot, a little snapshot, post it on your story. I always appreciate it. Um, just to help, you know, fellow coaches out. There's enough clients to go around for all of us. So uh, have a fabulous rest of your day, night, week, evening, my friends. And I will get at you in the next episode.